Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Self-Confidence Project. I'm your host, Kimberly Hill, and this podcast is all about life and dating and relationships and navigating this intoxicatingly tricky world that we are all in. I want to bring you humor. I want to bring you fun. I want to bring you practical advice that you can apply right away in your lives and your dating lives and in your relationships. So thank you all for tuning in. I look forward to bringing you another episode. What are we waiting for? Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the self-confidence project. I'm your host, Kimberly Hill, and excited to talk today about why so many people in the dating pool seem to be toxic and whether or not you might be one of them. Now, before I dive into uh, today's conversation where we talk about why the dating pool is toxic, things that toxic people say, um, why this really formulates and why it's the case, whether or not you're guilty and how you can stop being this way, lots of good stuff planned for you. Um, I wanna obviously thank you for coming on board and listening to this show. If this is the first time you're tuning into the Self-Confidence Project, welcome aboard. Super stoked to have you here. We talk about all things life, dating, and relationships. And if you've been listening to my show for a while, welcome on back. Hopefully you enjoy today's show. If you do, please share it. Please consider leaving me a rating and review. I would appreciate that very much. Now, for those of you that are interested in booking a dating strategy call with me, for those of you that know what I do, of course, I support men in the dating and relationship space. I have limited spaces for March. March is already filled up. January and February have been completely filled. So if it's something that you're thinking about, there are a couple openings for later in March for you to jump on a complimentary call with me where we're gonna talk about your life, your dating strategy, what might be holding you back and what you can do to overcome it so that you can find the person that's right for you so that you can get into a healthy, loving, toxic free, mind you, relationship. So if you've been sitting on the fence, umming and awing about having a conversation with me, I encourage you to book a call because slots are without a doubt filling up for March. And so if it's something you're interested in pursuing this year, please uh, use the link in the podcast show notes or head over to my website at Kimberly Nina Hill. Now, everybody talks about toxicity. You know, everybody is toxic and any behavior we display is toxic and everyone's gaslighting everybody and everybody is cruel and ghosts everyone and catfish everybody. And it's like, what is even the point of dating? Well, the point is that there are amazing good people out there for you that want to form genuine loving connections. However, When we have technology at our fingertips, when we have things like online dating, of course we are also going to experience the good and the bad. And that means that sometimes we might come across an individual or even date an individual who might be a little toxic. But what really is a toxic person, right? A toxic person is somebody whose behavior contributes negativity and upset into your life. Now, many times people who have these toxic behaviors or display toxic behaviors are often dealing with their own stresses and traumas. Now, that doesn't make it right, but often they're dealing with their own drama, trauma, drama, trauma. (laughs) And because of this, they often act in ways that don't present themselves in the best light 
And of course, they're usually upsetting other people along the way. So let's say you've been on a dating app and you're having a great conversation with somebody and all of a sudden they just stop responding to you. Well, you think, well, that's a toxic behavior and trait. And on the other hand, the individual just didn't know what to say. They didn't know how to let you down. They didn't have the skill to be able to do that. So, you know, what do we do in situations like that? Well, usually it's best to just, you know, chalk it up as a loss and move on. But if we are experiencing repeated offenses like this, or we are like repeatedly getting involved with someone who is adding negativity and upset to our life, well, then we're often, you know, attracting this toxicity and attracting this negativity. And sometimes it takes a little inward look too, because often like attracts like, which means that maybe there are areas in your life where you're actually displaying or behaving toxic behavior too. And it's good to kind of check yourself. But why, why are people like this, right? <laughs> why do people become toxic? And what are some things you can look out for, especially if you're formulating a relationship with someone and you're starting to notice, hmm, things aren't really feeling right. Well, I just wanna share with you a few things that you know, these types of individuals will say or even text to you. Now, if you've heard these things before, you're gonna go, oh, I know. When I heard that, it just made me feel like really awful or really bad. Or maybe, you know, you've had this repeated to you over and over again, and you start to think that maybe you're going crazy or you're the problem, right? That's when someone could be gaslighting you. So things that a toxic person will say, oh my gosh, you're being overly emotional because you may be having a reaction to something. And so they're going to downplay that and go, oh, you're being overly emotional. Of course, that's not going to make you feel good. And the second one I do a little bit and it's bad and I'm trying to work on it and I recognize it and it's hurting my heart right now. But sometimes when I say something that might hurt somebody's feeling, well, immediately I go, I, I was just kidding. You know, I was just kidding, right? Jokes, folks, like just laugh about it, right? No big deal. It was just a joke right? Because I feel like a piece of crap because I hurt someone's feelings. And so I just want to immediately, you know, say, Hey, I, I was joking. I was joking. Like, don't take it seriously, but that doesn't fix anything. And so it's not a good, good idea to criticize someone and then go, Oh, they gave me a bad reaction. Oh, well, I'll just tell them it was a joke now. Now I'm very familiar with that one because I use humor in my life as a really positive tool, but sometimes as a tool to avoid feeling negative emotions or taking responsibility for something that I did. So I recognize that this is a toxic trait. It's a toxic behavior. I was kidding. It was just a joke, right? So if you hear that a lot, yet you're sitting there, you're standing there and you're feeling offended by it, then that's not okay. That person should apologize to you, right? Not, oh, I was just kidding. You know, you're being overly emotional. No, I'm sorry for what I said. I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. That was wrong of me. That's the right thing to do in that situation, right? So toxic behavior, toxic people will say, you're being overly emotional. I was just kidding. Or they'll go, I didn't say that. And you go, well, yes, you did. You just, you just told me that you think I'm lazy. I didn't say that. You're crazy. Right? Ooh, awful. Uh, this one happens a lot, right? I didn't say that. Well, what do you mean? Yes, you did just say that. So are you telling me that my memory is unreliable, that I didn't just hear that? 
Now I'm starting to second guess myself. Now I am feeling crazy. Then you throw in the you're crazy. This is a, a common um, tactic that people use when they're trying to manipulate or gaslight you, right? They go, I didn't say that. Now, look, we don't always remember everything in conversation. And I've, I've also, you know, gotten into an argument with my partner and I'm flooded and I'm heated and I go, well, no, I didn't, I didn't say it. I didn't, no, hold on. I didn't mean it that way. Okay, so maybe what I said you heard, but I it was interpreted differently. So let me let me back up and correct myself versus completely saying, no, I didn't say that. You're making that up. You're crazy, right? This is the kind of stuff that happens in relationships because we don't know how to deal with our emotions and we don't know how to properly communicate. So we go, well, I didn't say that. You're being crazy. You're being overly emotional. I was just joking anyways, right? If you have experienced being on the receiving end of stuff like this, you know it doesn't feel good. Something else that's a toxic behavior that a lot of people don't recognize is, let's say you're having an argument with someone you're dating or you're in a relationship, and they go, and you know you address a frustration or a problem with them. You say, look, babe, like um, I feel a little, um, I feel a little left out this week because we haven't had some quality time together. I'd really like for us to, you know, organize a nice dinner and a movie night. And instead of your partner going, okay, thank you for sharing. You know, sorry, I've been a little, you know, stressed out this week, but you know what? I love you. Let's definitely make time for that. That would be nice, right? Instead they go, oh, I just can't do anything right for you. And you're like, what? That's, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying, I miss you and I want to spend time with you. And they go, yeah, well, I'm never good enough for you. I can't do anything right. And it's like, oh, crap. This is, we're not getting anywhere here, right? Because these are toxic things that we say to each other that do not help solve the problem. So let me repeat. You're being overly emotional. I was just kidding. I didn't say that. You're crazy. I can't do anything right. Got a couple more for you. Toxic people also say, stop bringing that up and move on, right? So, hey, babe, I just, you know, I'm feeling a little down today because, you know, I'm still hurting from that event that happened a few weeks ago, that thing that, you know, occurred in our relationship where, you know, you didn't show up to our date or whatever it was, or, you know, I, you know, you stepped across the boundary, right? And the other person goes, Quit bringing it up and just move on, which completely diminishes and invalidates what the other person is feeling, right? Stop bringing it up, move on. As in, I'm done with it, you better be done with it. But no, we don't all process things the same way, right? Now, how about this one? You're having an important conversation with with a date that you've been with for a while or you're in your relationship and they just go, ah, I'm just going to sleep. And you're like, well, we're not, we're not done talking here, right? Yeah, I'm going to sleep. And they just stonewall you, right? Stonewall and completely dismiss the importance of the conversation or time with you. And they march into the other room, close the door, go to bed, completely ignore you. I'm going to sleep. Not so good either, right? And then the last one here we've got is, let's say you're out with friends and, um, your partner says something like, you're being possessive. 
because your partner leaned into you and said like, hey, babe, like I notice you're chatting with everybody here and I hope you're having a great time, but um, you want to come over here for a drink with me? I'd love to, you know, spend some time with you at this event that we're at. You're being possessive. Like, leave me alone, right? Like, like making you feel as if you're a crazy jealous person just for wanting time with your partner. So these are toxic things that people say. How many of them have you said, right? You're being overly emotional. I was kidding. I didn't say that. You're crazy. I can't do anything right. Stop bringing up the past and move on. I'm going to sleep. You're being possessive. So these are things that come out of someone's mouth when they're not taking responsibility for the situation at hand, for their life. They're uh, hurtful things that that we can say to each other in relationships. And I bet that you are familiar with some of these having either been the giver or the receiver. Like I said, one of them resonates a lot with me, the I'm kidding one, which is something that I'm working on and recognizing that it's not okay to hurt someone's feelings and then laugh it up as if it's a joke. We all used to do that in high school. It certainly wasn't helpful in high school and it's certainly not helpful in our adult lives today. So These are things that toxic people say. Now, why are people exhibiting toxic behavior? What is the the rationale, the reasoning, what makes some people behave this way? Well, of course we know that not everybody has got the same emotional maturity. We know that not everybody has been raised with the same values and morals. And so there are a couple categories that I wanna talk about here as to why people can exhibit toxic behavior. It may also help you understand yourself a little bit because none of us are perfect. And I'm sure at some point in our lives, we've been the toxic person too. Uh, usually stems from a place of hurt as well. So category one, why people exhibit toxic behavior? Well, personal issues. Some people have unresolved issues. Some people have unresolved traumas. Some people have deep-rooted insecurities. Some people have mental health conditions. And these can lead to us acting in toxic ways within uh, the dating pool and within our relationships. So if we've had a very bad experience with a past partner and we've developed trust issues, you know, we're gonna be you know, less trustful of people. We're going to be, yay, you're being possessive, right? We're going to stop bringing up the past. We're going to, we're going to behave in the ways that, um, you know, exhibit toxic behavior. So if we have personal issues, if we are not working on ourselves to resolve those issues, or if we're letting our traumas and insecurities and, and experiences with mental health and things like anxiety and depression just run rampant, then of course it's going to, or can cause us to lead, uh, to act in toxic ways within dating within our relationship. So first and foremost, it's, you know, the individual, what's going on in their lives? How are they dealing with the stresses in their lives? Are they getting support to deal with the challenges or are they ignoring that they need to deal with their challenges and taking it out on people in the dating pool or in their relationships? Now this happens, right? We've all had a different past. We've all had traumas and we've all had PTSD of some, uh, some form in our lives. And so understand how that is impacting you as an individual in the dating space and understand that it's impacting other people. Now, if you come across someone who's exhibiting toxic behavior, well, this is where it's really appropriate to have firm boundaries and say, 
do not speak to me that way. Or you recognize that if it's a repeated offense from somebody that it just may not be the right fit for you because you are certainly not the person responsible for healing another individual's trauma. That person is responsible for it. So personal issues can be one of the reasons why people are exhibiting this type of behavior. Uh, we may not fully understand all of it, but certainly it leads to, uh, you know, mixing up that dating pool out there, doesn't it? Now, secondly, is a lack of self-awareness. Now, I talk about self-awareness all the time, and believe you me, not that many people are fully self-aware. 10 to 15% of the population is fully self-aware because it's internal and external. It's not just how well you know yourself, it's how well uh, you understand how others perceive you across multiple categories. So self-awareness is something that takes time and practice to develop and understand. However, a lot of people are out there dating and have a full lack of self-awareness. They don't really even recognize the, their own toxic behavior and they don't recognize how they're impacting other people because they maybe are thinking more of themselves. Maybe they are thinking about how everything else is impacting them versus the impact they are having on other people. So you have a bunch of people that are out there dating that really are not very self-aware. They may think they are, I know what I want in a partner, you know, I know what my expectations of the dating pool are, and they think, well, that makes me self-aware. Mm, no, it's a little bit more than that, a lot bit more than that. So some people just don't have this ability to recognize how their behavior is impacting other people, right? We see it a lot in relationships too. One person kind of assumes that they're the perfect person and it's the other person that's full of all the problems, right? Um, probably not, <laughs> okay? So it's really comes down to this lack of self-awareness. Now, there's also cultural factors. So we understand that, you know, in some cultures, some behaviors are more normalized or even encouraged, such as things like possessiveness or jealousy or even controlling behavior. But, you know, if we're talking North American culture, British culture, Australian culture, cultures where I work with men in the dating relationship space, that is not the case. Uh, possessiveness usually isn't a good thing. Um, a little little hint of jealousy, sure, maybe you know comes up a lot in our relationships, um, but excessive jealousy is not a good thing. Uh, controlling behavior, not a good thing. Manipulation, narcissism, all of these types of things. So of course it can be cultural factors. Now, if you're dating across cultures, you have to be mindful of cultural sensitivities and differences in belief structures and how people have been raised. Otherwise, you're going to go through dating with this lack of self-awareness. You're going to assume that the way you operate is the way everyone else operates. And that ain't the case, especially as you cross cultural divides. So be mindful of that too. Now, of course, we also have the influence of media, which just messes most of our brains up, right? Especially today. I mean, I mean, I think about, you know, what I've watched over the last few months and, and I have to admit that this year is, I've been giving myself permission to just enjoy myself and watch a bit of garbage too, but um, it has a massive uh, influence on our minds. Now, so does social media, scrolling through TikTok, scrolling through Instagram for hours on end, watching TV, listening to the news, right? Movies, TV shows, social media, they can perpetuate 
toxic relationship norms we see on TV, people yelling and, and we see women on TV throwing objects at men as if that is okay, it's totally not okay. And we see certain behaviors that are exhibited in films and talked about that some people might start to adopt. In fact, not might start to adopt, people do adopt these behaviors. They think that they wanna behave like a certain character on a show. And they think that a certain uh, show demonstrates a healthy type of relationship, you know, where someone breaks up with someone and then they go uh, stalk their home to win them back. Like that's not okay behavior, right? But it's demonstrated in the media all the time. And so it normalizes toxic things and makes us feel like those things are okay. And that is not the case. We have to be mindful that not everything we see, read and hear is in fact the right way to go about living our lives and dating and experiencing relationships. Now, lastly, it could also be the dating pool dynamics. So the dynamics of online dating where we can, you know, look at images and then chat with someone and then decide to meet them or not. Um, the dating pool itself can contribute to toxic behavior, uh, especially if people are feeling pressure to conform to certain social expectations or especially if men and women start to engage in, in competitive behavior to win over potential partners. For example, there's a, a reality show on, on Netflix right now called The Perfect Match, and um, it's not a particularly healthy way to go about meeting somebody because all it does is exacerbate jealousy, competition, um, and uh, really puts a heavy weight on looks as well. Uh, so this creates a competitive, you know, dynamic to win over somebody and has less to do with if you're genuinely connecting with that person and more about, I want to look good or seem like I'm winning this competition. So uh, are those relationships, uh, you know, if I would, were a betting lady, I would say that uh, particularly none of them are going to work out long-term without a doubt. All of those couples, fake couples, whatever you want to call it, I put a hundred bucks that in five years, none of them will be together um, because they're not getting together under the right circumstances. So it's important to understand that. Okay, so why do people exhibit this kind of behavior? Does it make it okay? No, but it does stem from personal issues, a lack of self-awareness, cultural factors, media influence, the dynamics of the dating pool. And so being mindful of this and also being mindful of how you're, right, you are behaving. So really getting into that self-awareness and help you understand why we're seeing a lot of toxicity in the dating pool. And if you're one of those people that's making some of those mistakes, gain that self-awareness so that you can change it, right? I know that people listening are gonna definitely be guilty in some way, shape or form here as either the giver or the receiver. So how do you stop being this way? Well, firstly, learn a good, <laughs> a good way to apologize to somebody. Everybody exhibits poor behavior from time to time. We are not perfect, we get triggered, we are human beings, right? We are not robots. So it's important to apologize when necessary. I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. And apologies are great, except when they are, I'm sorry I hurt your feeling, but, right? Don't use a but because a but negates everything that came before it. So when you're apologizing, do it 
genuinely and be heartfelt. That's how you're gonna stop being a toxic person, right? Secondly, assess yourself regularly, okay? Understand how your impact in the world um, is being felt. Understand yourself, assess your, uh, the way that you're showing up with dating from time to time. Get feedback uh, from friends and family. Be open to constructive feedback, right? Of course, how do we stop being this way? Well, we deal with our past traumas. We have to deal with the things that have occurred to us in our lives so that we can be different in the world. So we need to deal with our past traumas. Practicing things like mindfulness, slowing down, being aware of what's happening in the moment is going to be really important. And of course, it comes to respecting boundaries of ourselves and of other people. If someone says, stop doing that, please don't listen to them because otherwise, what, what are we doing, right? We're hurting each other all the time. And of course, we want to seek out opportunities for compassion and empathy as well. So toxic people are everywhere, <laughs> right? And you're one of them and I'm one of them. And, and that's okay. It doesn't mean that we're toxic, whole, toxic wholeheartedly. It's that nobody's perfect. We exhibit these behaviors from time to time, understanding them as part of the process, being mindful of your own behavior, gaining that self-awareness internally and externally, and making changes so that you're not the person that says you're crazy. So that you're not the person that says you're being overly emotional because those are awful things to say to people. They invalidate people, they confuse people. And I'm gonna wager that these are not great tools to use if you want to develop a loving, deeply compassionate relationship. So guys, I hope this is an interesting podcast for you to, to talk about you know, why, why we are seeing a lot of toxic people in the dating pool. And of course, if you're one of them, things that you can do to overcome it. So please share this show with someone who needs to hear this, be reminded of this. Uh, it's important to understand this stuff. And of course, I look forward to bringing you guys another episode next week. Stay tuned.